Welcome into the Tickets Basketball Postgame Show, featuring Derek Pearson and former Husker and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! You're going to go out of here. That's a big eight tournament champion. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is the Husker, well, the, the Hoops postgame show, I should say, as we follow up the Huskers' loss 79-67 to to Michigan State at the Breslin Center in East Lansing. Top 10 team in Michigan State, Nebraska, was keeping them close for a while there. They got a little separation in the second half. Nebraska rallied to try to make it close there at the end again, but ultimately the Spartans walk away with the win, unfortunately, for the Huskers now, uh, who dropped to 6-9, and nine, I believe, on the season. Um, so uh, they need to start getting things going eventually. Um, but uh, at Rutgers is their next game on the 8th, so maybe that will be when they can get it going after playing two top 15 teams the last time out. I'm joined here uh, in studio by DP and from his home in wonderful Florida, Eric Strickland, the former Husker and Hall of Famer. How is it going, guys? What do you? We'll, we'll bring both of you in. Uh, Strick, we'll start with you. Uh, what did you? What did your initial uh, thoughts for the game? <clears throat> I mean, they played good uh, coming out the gate. I thought they did a, uh, a wonderful job in making sure that um, they, you know, they had intensity. They had uh, seemed like fight. I mean, they shot the ball really well coming out, shooting seven for seven. Uh, kind of cooled off a little bit at, at different points, but you know, they made different runs. I think they could have pushed the lead a little bit, but um, you know, turnovers. It was very sloppy early as far as that's concerned. And as we talked about possessions are very important when you're on the road it's 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 a primary piece or key piece to definitely getting road victories and so once once a Michigan State team is playing sloppy you want to make sure you're taking advantage of that especially on the road you know so uh going both ways it made it a little troublesome for for them to get any leads so going down fourth half um just kind of not able to put a full 40 minutes together yet um with the same intensity, it seems to be some type of uh, slacking, whether it be with uh, mental errors, um, just things with regards to execution. And that's that's what good teams do. That's that's a top 10 team. You you can you can see the difference with regards to that. They just executed when it was time to execute. That's what they did. Uh, they ran plays, uh, backdoor cuts. We fall asleep. Um, the recipe we've been talking about throughout the season, 40, 40 rebounds to 27. You just can't do that on the road, and I'm and, and and some of them were bad, and I'll talk about some of them as we get into the more of the show. Yeah, it's uh, in Nebraska for what it's worth. Uh, didn't start off pretty well as they were uh, forcing turnovers left and right from Michigan State, so that was something they had to adjust to. Credit Michigan State because they did adjust to that. I mean, it, it was a, a heavy turnover um, from the Spartans early, and then from the rest of the game, it, it kind of turned into the opposite for that. Nebraska in the second half seemed like there was always Michigan State player getting into their passing lanes, uh, and that helped them get a little bit of separation. DP, uh, I'd like to welcome you in and 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 get your first thoughts on this seventy-nine to sixty-seven defeat for the Huskers it's the usual assortment of boxes to check um right that if you're going to shoot 45 percent uh from the field 30 from the from from beyond the arc um you can't go 6-11 from the free throw line you can't 
be out-rebounded by 13, not even on the road, not even against a top team. Like against bottom teams, that won't work. Now, Mm -hmm. what we did see was a change in philosophy and approach, which, which is the thing that will give me some light of hope in this thing, that we've asked, we've begged that this offense run at least with some consideration of Derek Walker as a priority. And tonight he gives you, he goes eight of nine from the field. Uh, he defends, he gave them us the LeBron rundown block uh, <laughs> that everybody's going to talk about for the next couple of days. And we still have, we have things to fix within the program, but you have fewer things to fix. If you can go on the road to, to, to East Lansing and be competitive with the hottest team in the big 10 conference. Yeah, Michigan. Good point. State, yeah, Michigan State certainly is that. I mean, thirteen and two. Now they improve to their top ten team, four and zero in conference play. And you know that that was that's part of it that just kind of stood out. Is sometimes <laughs> you watch the opponents, um, you go, man, they just have ballers. And you knew that was kind of the case with Michigan State. Um, they kind of have they don't they don't they don't have a guy that's just overwhelmingly going to be in the running for Big Ten Player of the Year. But they've kind of got. All the pieces put together, you know, kind of with some athleticism, uh, shot rim protector, guys that are out there looking for assists, uh, you know, the passing of the balls very well, and, you know, a pretty good bench. So, I mean, they kind of have a lot that that you'd be looking for once it comes to March, and it's always fun to see Tom Izzo get those teams geared up. Kind of had a, a down year last year, but uh, as you would expect, not for long for Tom Izzo. Um, uh, looking at Nebraska stats, we'll run through them real quick because uh, you did bring up Derek Walker. Eight of nine from the field once. Once again, I mean, that guy is going to continue um, to be one of the nation's leaders in field goal percentage. Uh, but like we were saying, it was kind of it's kind of a different approach. These were not rebounds and putbacks as he's been getting at certain times that maybe has run up that that field goal percentage. Uh, a lot of this was kind of facing his defender and, and using his moves to get to the hoop and, and put it in. It was quite impressive to see him, um, you know, get some more difficult shots and still shoot at that higher percentage Um as far as Derek Walker goes, as as DP had said, Strick, that's kind of what Nebraska's been looking for. Um, it, it'd be hard to look, watch this game and think that they'd go away from it anytime soon. Oh, no, there's no question. It, it, that's got to be a, a part of the mix. I also saw that they ran sets. Um, and the, the, the crazy thing about it is when they ran uh, some different looks and different sets that I saw, it they um, they were able to get good shots. Uh, finding Walker at that that post, mid-post area uh, on the block, um, what I saw from him that was uniquely different was he was very aggressive. Um, he was aggressive with the ball, attacking, you know, different things and different counters. So I, I loved what I saw out of him tonight. I just think they're um, – I think they're – I think they've got to pass better. I mean, um, it just seemed like the – and, and I'm, I'm not going to overly attribute it to just – Michigan State's defense, right? Here's how I'm going to say it. Probably a lot, a lot of it happens. Tired legs. I mean, when you're when you're playing at the pace that you're paying, playing, you know, if you don't have uh, depth and you're playing high minutes, um, either you got to be stronger, or you're you're going to have to um, get you know get um, more turnover within your uh, your bench. Because it, it looked like they were just tired, and 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 so when you and when you, when you're tired, you make silly mistakes. I mean, it was like McGowan's comes off, and the ball—that's not a fundamental play. He goes across his body, the ball floats, turnover, 
They were driving to the basket, ball sliding, not bouncing, sliding across the floor. That's just that's kind of just not lazy. It's not putting an emphasis on bouncing that ball and making sure it's stuff like that. It's really small stuff, but you can see it if you really intent on looking at the 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 minute details on on being fundamental. And it's it's little things like um, a key play or two key plays was one where Tamanaga, um, which we talked about on the last show, Bach that the guards, I'm not going to specifically say just Tamanaga because they all do it. The guards, when a shot goes up, they don't check. They don't check their guy to make sure he ain't going nowhere. Because if he if he moves, you got to hit him. You got to hit him with, a, with, with something, a bump, reroute. You can't just let guys run direct line on, on rebounds. He gets a rebound, Brown, long. He's one of the longest guys out there, right? <laughs> They don't check him. He gets a rebound, kicks it out for a three. So you go from a, a, a potential three-point lead because at the other end, Verge, Verge missed the layup, gets the rebound, missed the putback. You come back down. Two possessions later, you're down eight. You go you go from potentially down three to down eight, and it was because of just fundamentally stuff. That's that's what DP's talking about, I think, is just it's the little things. It's not, it's not as it's not as big as it was before, where you know, there was a lot of cake mix that they didn't have. Yeah, it's it, a little bit smaller. Go ahead, DP. It it, it looks it, it and, and strict. Maybe you, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I know that when you make philosophical adjustments in season, right after having trained a certain way for nine months, and then you say, okay, here's a thing we're going to adjust in season with six days of of rep rather than sixty. <laughs> that this is where a player is going to be at this point in a play and that this is going to be the reaction. And then all of a sudden, after 60 days, you say, okay, no, we're going to retarget this, redirect it, we'll go to the core. Now, the wing guys, their responsibilities change. And it looked like tonight where guys used to be <laughs> – was where the ball was going. <laughs> the ball was uh, going to where it, where they used to be uh-huh. rather than them mm-hmm. going, no, here's what we're doing now. When somebody comes across the defensive threshold, I'm going to bust his button back cut. He sees it, but the guy with the ball doesn't Does think, it. doesn't mm-hmm. see it the same way. And they'll learn it, and, and they'll get better at it. But that's what it looked yeah. like to me. Is that like, all of a sudden, oh, no, this is what we used to run. Right. This is how we're running it now. And it's going to take a lot of the first-year guys. The veteran guys, they, they understand what, what it, what's being asked. The new guys don't. You can tell. I, I, and one, one other thing, too, is um, I love how Bryce started out early where he, he, he looked very poised and good and energetic and, you know, putting a shoulder in there, creating space, getting a little mid-range off from the post. You know, just different things like that. I mean, he looked, yeah. But that's where I'm talking about that, that just, you know, he's a freshman. I mean, uh, he's still a kid, you know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. still growing into his body. So I'm not, I'm not overly, but I'm, I'm, I'm putting this out into the ethosphere, <laughs> in, that, yeah, right. in, the, in, in the atmosphere, you know what I'm saying, so to speak, just to make sure hopefully it gets, gets to him and to them about regards to, Things that little things like that, you know, um, that would help him be the star he's going to be. 
Um, I hope he I hope he doesn't look at leaving. I, I think it will be a detriment uh, at this point. I, I mean, we're now in Big Ten, and he there's still some things he's got to work on, and I would love to see him stay to work on them mm-hmm. because I really think he's going to be a star if he if he does that. You know, he does those few things. Yeah, you can see. I mean, his he still stands out as far as his athleticism, his length. You see it when he get in the, got in the passing lane, went up and got the dunk. His other fast break dunk got blocked, and that was something that was just a, a con, continued to be a, a, a just. I don't know if you want to even say a difference, but man, does that Michigan State team hustle and try to compete with you at the rim? Um, and you know, I think if we talk about the small things, some of those blocks at the rim um, that they that they got tonight probably did end up making a little bit of a difference for them. They had five blocks against Nebraska's one, um, and you know, Nebraska doesn't necessarily have a big. Uh, you know, shot blocking component there. But of course, I think the one that Derek Walker got was the best one of the night. We all enjoyed that one. But still, I mean, I, you know, when you talk about some game changing plays, I thought that might have been one because that was a, a two pointer um, that was uh, uh, that was taken away there. Uh, another play that people will probably bring up is that uh, is the, the attempt from Verge open court three that he took only shooting around 27 percent um from for the year and he got benched uh, after that a- again uh, i don't think it was the best night for verge again when he has an off night he still gets five assists so you always got a um you know tip of the cap for him for getting his teammates involved and, and his his ball handling is always a thing of beauty um but you you wonder uh, i mean i guess i'll ask you guys what how do you kind of get him going again? Because now this is this game. I don't think was his best effort. I don't think that it was necessary. I mean, he's a guy that that can hit bad shots, and I think sometimes he gets too reliant on the fact that he can hit bad shots. Because even if Facts. you're a good bad shot shooter, you should still shoot more good shots than bad shots. Facts. That that's that's the one thing I would say. I mean, it's going to go back to what we said on the show um, early on, Bach, is that. Verge, his mentality's got to be run the team first and then allow things to come to him. Um, and 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 it just like Walker, for not not the Walker on our team, the other one, mm-hmm. he runs the team. And then guess what? Brown's going, Christie's going, all the other cats is getting it going, and then he you end up with an open one. And he knocks two of them down because it's, I mean, it's a good shot, you know, and, but on the other side, what, what I, you know, what I would say if Verge stayed in that mode, you know, get your layups every now and then make your distributions. Now they're going to, they're not going to, they're not going to load to you. The game plan is to load to you. You make some plays. He over dribbled a couple times, had some turnovers because he was going too deep. It's the it's the play before the next dribble to try to get through somebody or by somebody, right? So if he continues to just do that, run the team, make the right plays, your assist numbers go eight to nine, and then you're going to guarantee you're going to get two shots. You're not going to get the one where you're going in and you're fading off one foot. That's not a good shot. You're not going to get the one where you have to come down and do what you don't do well, which is shoot with range. You can shoot with range on a kickout, but not off the dribble. So, you know, he's going to be able to do that. I, th- I still think, you know, he's solid. But Kobe, Kobe stepped up tonight, though. He, he made some shots. Yeah, how about the shout-out to the truth altogether? C.J. Wilcher and Kobe Webster off the bench. 13 points for Webster, as you mentioned, and including a deep three. Shoot some NBA range there at the end. And a 10 points from Wilcher off the bench. And just watching his stroke 
Uh, man, is it exciting for the future for Wiltshire. I mean, if, if they can get some some other guys around him again, sometimes you just a guy's game like like Wiltshire, where you know he he very much benefits from a very uh, a more of an open offense and 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 guys obviously getting open and, and other guys hitting shots. But if you can get him more open looks. Uh, man, is he going to be good because he's got a sweet stroke. Um, so those guys did well. Another guy thought, you know, two things there. The other guys that came off the bench, Trevor Lakes, uh, not much as far as, like, stats tonight, but sometimes he goes out there and he looks lost, and I, I think he did give up a backdoor dunk or whatever. Um, but I, I thought that he 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 played well. Uh, I think that uh, sometimes, like I said, sometimes he's almost invisible out there. I think that he played more uh, well within the team. And then Eduardo Andre, um, who, has to, who has to give Derek Walker a breather once in a while, um, I thought he played well too. Again, he's got the personal foul problems. He ended up with five again, fouling out tonight. Um, but at, there were times dumb early, ones too. Yeah, he's like he, three dumb ones. He's still <laughs> he's still working on that. There, there's no doubt about that. Um, but I think that he look, there, there's been games where he's looked like just outmatched or not into it. And I think as the season progresses, he looks more like he belongs out there despite the fact that it'll only be for a few minutes because it'll fell out pretty quickly. <laughs> I want DP to get in, but DP, real quick on Trevor Lakes. One of the things that Trevor Lakes did that I saw tonight on multiple occasions was fundamental blockouts. He put bodies on guys and secured the ball. That's what they need to do as a team. Everybody, from point guard to bench guard, I don't care who it is, that needs to be a fundamental thing for them. Go ahead, DP. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm always fascinated when I look at this Nebraska team. <laughs> at people use the phrase, "Well, everybody has to rebound," but you you need a rebounder. Like you need a rebounder. You need a dog whose job is to clear the boards, and you can't put guys in the game. There's zero way this works. Derek Walker had one rebound tonight. One. To be That's fair, CJ Wiltshire had one. Like you can't put. Yeah. Like you can't have. Kobe Webster with four rebounds and then lose the battle because C.J. Wiltshire only gets one. And it doesn't mean that C.J. isn't purposeful in getting rebounds. But those free possessions wear on Nebraska. Like, it wears yeah. on – like, look at the – those are empty possessions. We, yeah. we talk about that, that – And they lose every time, DP. Right. It's always a three or something. It's right. like they like, always lose. Yeah, it, it, there's a pay. And – Coaches, coaches will talk about those missed shots being missed opportunities. So imagine in a game where Nebraska goes 7 of 23 from three. Michigan State goes 8 of 17 from three. 16 lost opportunities, offensive opportunities lost. 16 mm -hmm. with the plus 13 in the rebound. And I'll say this as clearly as I can say it, and I don't know how they're going to defend their way out of it, but – I think they defended their way out of it by by restricting 17 threes attempted. But n there's no team in the Big Ten that's going to beat Michigan State when they go 8 of 17 from three. It's just it's just not. And the ones they hit, a lot of them were right. pretty well contested. Right, like it You're was tough. like, like right. Tough. So mm -hmm. Nebraska has to make it less difficult on themselves by rebounding. Like that's yeah. right. And then those reckless shots. Verge going two of ten. You can't. This team cannot afford eight empty possessions with by by Verge. It, it just it, it can't, and it's not just Verge. It can't miss the. It can't have the eleven missed opportunities by Trey McGowan. I mean Bryce McGowan. It can't happen. Now it's mm -hmm. not purposeful, 
but the shots that they take can eliminate that. Like the, the shots that they take, we understood like, the moment Bryce hit the first three. In my head, I went, "Yeah, Bryce," and then in my head, I went, "Oh, Bryce, no!" Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, oh, 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 this is gonna. He's gonna take some threes tonight, mm-hmm. and you can't go and, and hear the numbers, and the numbers don't lie. Verge oh one man one for three, Tominaga one for four, McGowan's one for seven. You you're not going to beat Michigan State with those shooting numbers from three because they're wasted bass. Think about this: you lose a twelve point game if you convert on two of those possessions. The stretch is different. Like it's little stuff, but it's a lot of little stuff. And I think they, they, they took a step, but they need to take more steps soon. Yeah, and I think altogether, I mean, some of these numbers that you put, like the, the rebounding disadvantage, the three-point shooting, um, you know, maybe, maybe percentage again from Nebraska, although 30%, you'll, I guess you'll take that on the year for Nebraska because they usually don't shoot that well. But some of these numbers, you know, if you just looked at the box score, you'd think that this is a blowout or a non, uh, non-contestable game. But um, Nebraska's, I think the scrappy defense kind of kind of kept them in it. And, and Michigan State, I think obviously a veteran team, um, you know, a team that's that's got a lot of talent pretty deep. Um, so I think that played through in the end, but uh, I think it was a pretty good effort overall by Nebraska, especially in the first half where you, where I think combined with the Ohio State game, you started to think, okay, I think this is starting to click, uh, and then kind of some turnover-prone issues in the second half, and, and the game got away from them a little bit. But uh, we'll get more into that here uh, when we return to the Hoops Post Game Show here on 93.7 The Ticket. Back to the Ticket's Basketball Post Game Show. Featuring Derek Pearson and former Husker and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is the Hoops Post Game Show here on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Jake Bakovin, joined by DP in studio and Eric Strickland from his home after watching the Husker game. The Huskers came up a little bit short tonight, 79-67 to the top 10 Michigan State. Boy, would it have been fun if the women got a top 10 victory and then the men got it on the, the next night. No but, doubt. This is why we <laughs> can't no have nice it. things. This is what <laughs> you got some last night. You can't have two nights in a row. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd probably be too much from a Husker fan, as we know. It hasn't been going that way. Strick, Strick, I got, I got this one for you, and and I, I ask you, if it, we we said we wanted at the beginning of the season, we wanted to watch the second group play together, right? That's why you keep them as the second group. But what if Kobe and CJ started ahead of Verge and Latman? Mm. Because tonight's leader in plus minus tonight for the Huskers was. Kobe Webster in 20 minutes, plus one. He was a plus one. He was the only plus one in this thing. Derek Walker uh, was was a minus six. Now, mind you, Lat and CJ were the same thing. But I, in my head, if you're going to defend at that pace and maybe let Lat and Verge see what's happening before we dive them and we drop them into the water, what are your thoughts? I mean, I think that's that's a viable uh, option right now. You, you, why not shake up the pot? I mean, it's. I mean, they're not uh, playing horribly, so I, I, I get. They're not playing horribly, but I, I, why not? Why not shake up the pot? Well, if Lat, you, you, you you think you're using Lat for rebounding, but is he really giving you that? 
Well, he gave. I mean, he was one of the lead rebounders. He gave you four. That's team high. The team high was four. <laughs> you had a bunch of people who had four, but he was the team high. He. I mean, look, credit credit to credit. Lat does a lot defensively that cleans up a lot of messes, right? Yeah, so, it's, it's, yeah, it's true. Right. So I'm not I'm not on the team that says you know Lat's not viable, but in my head, Lat can't occupy 26 minutes on the floor and take three shots. Like I, Facts. It, it just it, Facts. it can't be done, and I, I don't know if you put some some focus on it, some heat on it, some 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 urgency to it, and say, okay, Lat, here's the deal, bro, you got to come out and get shots. You got to come out and get shots. We can't put you out there and just have you eat minutes. And I think the other two players, Kobe and CJ, take some of the burden off of Bryce. They also take some of the burden off Kese because they love feeding Kese. They do the second group does a better job of feeding Kese than everybody else. So in my head, if you're going to make a change, and you don't have to, it's your squad. I'm look, I'm just saying it. But to me, I would ponder a little about the lineup that would have Kese, Bryce, Derek Walker, CJ, and Kobe Webster. Yeah, I think if, if nothing else, just to maybe try to spark lab. You know, I, I think at times it's just maybe something different. You know, you don't – I don't. maybe you wouldn't want to do it after he missed the free throws after the pass game because you don't want to bury him all in it. No, that's when you – yeah, you need to go out and take a shot. Yeah, like or maybe to- it is. Maybe that's the teaching moment. But I think just – I mean, we know he's a better shooter than he's been from the floor. And maybe it's, maybe it's the – uh, you know the group that he's playing with. Maybe it's the rotation. Uh, who kno- who knows? But you you got to find some sort of way to get him going. And you know maybe he would play better with the second unit. Um, I I would just like to see some something to try to get him going because um you know I do like you said they they do want to use those minutes because he does add um, value with his length and, and on the defensive end and rebounding. So it's not it's this is not a a, a bench lat discussion. It's a get you know spark him. How do you spark him? And maybe mm-hmm. that is switching him uh, to the bench and, and, and getting uh, him defined in a new role and, and maybe it's it's Welcher or Webster that you bring back. Do you guys do you guys think and, and I, I I like I kinda like it every time I see it. Um and, and it depends on and to a degree what Verge is doing, but the 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 Verge Webster duo doesn't look awful at times depending who they pair it with and you know I, I think that's the the fear at times is that it would be you know two kind of point guards out there um but webster is kind of naturally more of a, of a score we know verge obviously kind of has that mentality too but there's times when that lineup looks pretty good with those guys yeah and verge is willing to get his you know his feet wet in there and in and, and rebound you know he's, oh, yeah. he's willing to get in the pool so I'm I'm not I'm not mad at you know moving Verge to the two every now and then you know what I mean but it, we we would have being that Kobe shoots the ball well right so having one of those guys off doesn't necessarily hurt you with with that particular situation Verge I like Verge being able to come off of screens m- even more than I like him handling the ball off of pick and rolls all the time. I'd like to see him get it with an extra dribble with his speed and his low center of gravity to be able to similar to like how Allen Iverson used to get it from on the wings, right? He would come off of that little rip screen with the double rip screen, catch it on the wing. He's got baseline option or he's got to come off the, the pick and roll option, stuff like that, where he's able to use without the dribble that speed and quickness to get by somebody and then make the next play or either get to the rim. So that's, that's how I would like to see it for, for, for me strict. And, and this is, this is that, that, that basketball thing. I'm going to ask you the word is apex. 
that when Ver- when Verge rolls off Walker at the top, when he picks a direction, he needs to apex a shooter on the wing so that, that defender has to clear clear off on. Facts, right? And, yeah, and, they're they're loading the paint, right? And I, here's mm-hmm. the thing: this has to be a decision line, not an opportunity line. A decision line. When you get to, when he apexes, he has to jump stop and make a decision based mm-hmm. on what he sees. And if he did his job right, if I dribble into box space, Bach has to make a decision. He's either going to stop ball or he's going and concede that this shooter's going to be left alone out here. Or he's going to stay apexed himself. Like, that's how the, the system is supposed to work. People will complain about the system. It's not the system. It's the execution of the system. Right. That's problematic. And then the other thing is people are playing off of the shooters because the shots aren't going in. Like, I can go right, in and right. stop Burge. You're going to kick it out to Lat, and Lat's going to go one for three, or he's going to panic and give the ball up to somebody else and ask him to do work. Here, here's what I would do, right? Their their strong lie they're, they're right now off of their pick and roll action, their strong side shooter loading, mm-hmm. meaning you have a Casey Tamanaga or Wiltshire in the strong side corner. I would reverse that. Amen. Because because right now as he comes off, they're loading the paint with a short stunt. And they're hard, they're hard covering from the weak side. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Staying kind of like a like a what we call a stunt. It's like a stunt to 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 verge just to get him to pause. Mm-hmm. Cause he's not making that play. Usually he'll pause. They don't move. He tries to go one more deep, and then they get in there and take the ball. That's what's been happening. Yeah. But what I would do is I would put K say, um, Wiltshire and leave leave Lat strong side right now since he's kind of you know hesitant. If you're going to do that, that way I'm going weak side automatic. Hard dive to they've got to get to Walker. Walker is he's going to kill you. So you're gonna deep deep cover into Walker like that's how they got a couple steals. You weak side to that guy at the top. And if they fly out at you, you strong corner real quick, and you should have a butt naked for Casey or Wiltshire. Yeah, and Walker. That's the way I would play my point. And my, Walker, my now, if he goes eight for nine, best believe next week, if he rolls off the pick, it's wide open. Everybody and their mama. Everybody and their mama getting in the paint. Yeah, everybody's coming. Then you fall mm-hmm. back onto where Nebraska was the previous weeks where the threes weren't going down. If they make a third of those threes, they win Big Ten games. If they go so, below that, then it's chaos again. Facts. DP, here's the problem. Right now, that 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 weak side's open. The problem is, is Lat Mayan right now, who's hesitant. That ball came over there a couple of times. He wasn't ready. He half shot fake and tried to drive. You need to put a, a Tamanaga or a Wiltshire on that weak if, side. If Tamanaga's in that in that weak side corner, have mercy. It's flying. Like, but, but, but again, but he still has to knock it down. You got to knock it down. But this is Nebraska basketball as it currently exists. <laughs> is that we, we can draw up a whole bunch of stuff <laughs> and be functional in it. And they can execute to the T if the shot don't go down. You still got to knock it. Yeah. You got to yeah. knock it down. Like that's still, <laughs> right, still got to knock it down. Yeah.
But how how impressive is it that they they weren't able to to you know to hit a high range of threes again tonight? They got out rebounded by what was it thirteen, and they still were in this game for a majority of the game because of that defense. What did you guys see from that defense, particularly um, maybe early on? That was like like we said, they were contesting almost every shot, even though if if Michigan State was hitting that three, um, did you see something different tonight from what they've been doing on defense? No. Nah. No, they're very active. They're very active. They're handsy. They get the ball, hands on ball. The one, the only, really the only one that is not as handsy as I like, and, and he he could get more if he really wanted to, is Bryce. Yeah. And yeah. he's just, he's just kind of a little, I don't know if he's trying to save himself or what he's trying to do. He's the only one that's not as handsy as anybody else. Tamanaga's very handsy. Walker is handsy. Mm-hmm. Matt Lat is even get handsy. Sometimes get a little lax. Definitely Verge. Verge is very active. Yeah. And uh even Kobe. All all of everybody pretty pretty much Wiltshire can be in and out, but pretty much all of them are very handsy. So I saw what what's normal with them. That's how they do. I mean, they're one of the best, you know, as far as turnover teams in there. I think they might be in the top three in yeah. the in the big team as far as turning people over. Nineteen yeah. turnovers by, by Michigan State tonight. Um, several players with two steals each, Verge, Walker, uh, McGowan's, and Eduardo Andre. But this is four quarters of pretty decent defense by the Huskers. Um, again, not enough because you're being asked to defend a possession and a half. And, Facts. And that's just – to, Isn't this hard, bro? It, it, it I mean, especially if, if you felt it's mentally like, hard. Well, it's tough if if that's if that as Foreman likes to say, if that's Meatloaf State and you give them one and a half possessions, you give them thirteen extra possessions. It's hard to win. It's harder to win when it's thirteen additional possessions and Michigan State and they're shooting eight of seventeen from three. Like it, mm-hmm. there, there are too many boxes that have to be checked in it. Look. Impressive, more impressive defensively against two biggins, right? They went against two dog squads and, and did their work. Did the good. But it has to – it really – it's an acute – just like you – know, I hate to compare it to, to Husker football. But the statement of truth is it's an accumulation of small details. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It is just an accumulation mm-hmm. of small details that – just it's it's frustrating and mind-boggling. Again, they fixed the thing tonight. Walker got nine shots. You got nine shots. We fixed it. Okay, that that amazing. You got thir- twenty-three points off the bench uh, from 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 your guys from two guys you needed from. But then you can't go five and three. You can't verge and Lightman. You're not going to win a Big Ten basketball game if Lightman has if has three points and Alonzo Verge has five. It's just not going to happen. How long is it going to take? How long? This is the issue. How long is it going to take to get Trey McGowan's up to speed? They need him. He they is, need wor- him. He is working. Well, this is the other thing, right? Because they no, I know he's close to getting back. But, right. You right. know, when getting back is different from getting up to speed. I would say February. I would say February. February. You'll have you'll have eleven games. I think he's going to have eleven good games this year, where he's mm-hmm. human. He's he's old Trey. It's going to take him a while to get to it, but I just like the fact that it's going to. Imagine this now, that you can put Verge on the bench with, and, and you come off with Trey and CJ and Kobe, right? Like, you, like when folks, when you don't have the answers and you're not getting execution, you'll have another guy who's not going to 
hurt you offensively. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to board because he can do that. Like running up and down the floor is going to be way more difficult than it is going to be for re- he rebound. Trey McGowan is going to rebound when he comes back. So that's an added value. But it's just an accumulation, man. It, it's, it's a leaky boat. But you stop one thing, another thing leaks. Yeah, I mean, for what it's worth, too, I mean, you don't want to make excuses for this team, but that that was a big loss. You lose your best perimeter defender. You lose uh, one of your key bench pieces as far as coming uh, off the bench for the bigs. I mean, I, Andre, again, he, he played eight minutes but had five fouls, so you didn't have too much option r- but to run Walker all game. <laughs> and uh, and so, you know, some of those things do start to add up. Um, but still, I think the talent's here, and they're, I think it's coming on. I think they're starting to get it a little bit, and it's just it seems to be just one of those things, like you said, um, you just don't have everybody have one of their good nights, right? Like between Verge or Tomanagan Man. Strick. How much money would you, I, Bach, you and I need to start a GoFundMe to get Strickland one on one with Eduardo Andre at least once a week. <laughs> like I, we just, I, I like we need a GoFundMe just to get, just to get. Because I now look, look, look. It's just <laughs> like you got the old, you got the old ranch hand in Eric Strickland, right? You got the wild stallion who just kind of oh, yeah. is all over the place. Yeah, he runs free. Yeah, he he, he runs up to the ledge. He got no real reason. We need to get those two together. <laughs> have, some, have some work done. I like that a tip when he was he's mugging that guy and wanted a uh, jump ball. That's not a jump at Horto. <laughs> uh, DP, do you have the numbers in front of you as far as like the fast break type of numbers and, and you know oh, some of those? I, I Yeah, it'll take me two seconds to get to it. But okay, because I thought it, that they had, as far as second chance fast break, I felt like maybe Michigan State took more advantage of, obviously, the rebounds and the turnovers. Okay, so here's you want fast break points yeah so points off turnovers and and steals so you had again 13 steals nebraska won that yeah 13 they won steals. both of them but, but they didn't they didn't they didn't they didn't translate the points yeah which is the other thing again wasted opportunities 45 points in the paint 19 fast break points for michigan state 14 for the huskers no it's got, got that backwards 19 for nebraska 14 for, for michigan state that plus five is what kept the game competitive. Yeah. Right? Close. Right? Mm-hmm. It, it kept it in that space. But then the turnovers took over late, that late stretch between 11 minutes and down to four, where the turnover numbers flipped. Because Nebraska was like plus nine in turnovers at halftime. Mm-hmm. And then that stretch and that run where things got out of hand, um, and then the, the, the wear and tear. Look, most of the numbers, 29 uh, – Look, here's here's a number that I, I, I would have guessed wrong. Nebraska had six offensive rebounds tonight. Michigan State had 11. Yeah. Like, that's such a, a level of improvement that it's almost stunning for me to, to say it out loud. But the 30% from the field, from, from, from beyond the arc, uh, the 45% from the field, they were 27 of 60. <laughs> they made two fewer baskets than Michigan State. I think a number that sticks out for me, DP, is the assist numbers. I was actually – I thought it would have been way worse. It seemed to me as if Michigan State definitely moved the ball a lot more and would have, uh, you know, attained more assists. But (laughs) Nebraska's right up in there. So, I mean, that's a good good thing. 15 assists and 15 turnovers. Like, Nebraska was – look, not ideal, but in Big Ten play – for a team that wasn't really productive and efficient in those ways, to go 15 assists and 15 turnovers, 
it's a step, not a big one, but an important one. Not a big one, but an important one. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's a lot of these numbers that you can look through that helped keep this game close. As we said, if you just look at the three-pointers and the rebounds, it looks like a blowout. But, uh, you know, the way that Nebraska is able to stay in this game, the, the feisty defense, um, you know, guys, certain guys stepping up at times to hit big shots to keep it close, and, and eventually Michigan State pulled away. Uh, we'll wrap it up here on the Hoops Postgame Show on the other side. Uh, the Hoops Postgame Show brought to you by Action Plumbing. We'll return when we come, uh, come back on the, the other side of the break. Back. To the Tickets Basketball Postgame Show, featuring Derek Pearson and former Husker and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. One final segment here on the Hoops postgame show brought to you by Action Plumbing. Uh, Nebraska does fall tonight 79-67 to in the Breslin Center in East Lansing as number 10 Michigan State improves to 13-2. Nebraska falling to 6-9, 0-4 in conference. And just if you're wondering, Michigan State's 4-0 in conference. So a good start, one of the best teams in the Big Ten. Uh, quickly, the uh, just going out of half there, if uh, if you want some good news, Villanova is beating Creighton 39-22. to So Yay! Creighton's struggling at least, and uh, number 19 Villanova's on there. <laughs> uh, so that always makes Nebraska fans feel a little better, I think. We had we had some comments on Facebook, and I do want to make sure we do see these, so we do get to you. John McWilliams says the offense was better with Webster at point, with Verge at the point. The offense bogs down, and no one is in position to shoot when he's on the floor. Correct. Uh, Bryce McGowan's equals Jeff Baker if he stays, which is uh, what what uh, John Kosh says. He also says, "What's up, guys? Lad's a good player or not? I don't feel like he does anything. He Lad does his thing." Um, Lat needs to shoot better. Like Lat will tell you, he needs to shoot better. So I'm not. We'll be wide open and saying there needs to be more productive. And then John from Cortland. Uh, Cortland John says this. Unfortunately, off the plane into the gym, game time. I see potential, Mr. Walker. Thank you, War Daddy, all year. Hey, that, that's a statement of truth. That there's fight. Now we want production. Yeah, and, and uh, certainly getting production out of Walker now. So hopefully they continue uh, to go to him. As we mentioned, he's kind of the star of the game tonight. Eight of nine from the floor, 16 points. We did mention the one rebound. How um, <laughs> You kind of wonder how that happens uh, in 32 minutes of play. But I think that he was, he was almost like face rebounding. He was almost making sure that Michigan State's bigs weren't rebounding and that yeah. his guards could come down and get it. I think that's why he was limited to one. Well, he kept. That's possible. He, he That's kept, possible. Go he ahead. Kept, he kept Gabe Brown and Bingham to four each. Like they, they didn't have mm-hmm. an exceptional night on the board. Uh, Joey Hauser was exceptional on the board, but that what happens when you have a, a big wing against Casey Tominaga. Yeah. Um, that's going to happen sometimes. We're okay with that. Um, that's why he can't just watch. That's 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 so so you you said exactly. That's why they've got to be more fundamental than anybody. You've got to check. You can't just turn your body and go in there. So you're right, DP. It will be that if you if you don't do the fundamental stuff. And so I, I so here's why I say that, DP. I'm six three, and um, I guarded threes, fours, twos, and I had to block them out. Right. Fun, it, fundamental you know what i mean so you 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 and and we were able to be successful and you just got to do that you can't if you if you're going to be small you've got to be fundamental mm-hmm. i mean that you can't be just you're not that athletic and that's how freaking new mexico state was dunking all over us that you know 
because <laughs> yeah. they right? were you, you play an athletic team and you're you know you don't have that same size they going to the heavens on you so that's and, all i gotta say and dp as we're, while we're on rebounding you did mention a stat in the break that may may be somewhat of the difference in the game yeah it was it was another one right that that the numbers tell a a, a, a deep truth that in a game where both teams are battling and if you want to measure talent versus effectiveness, here comes Michigan State. Second chance points. They win the battle 16-7. to And there's your ballgame. There's your ballgame. The, all of the extra possessions, all of the transition points, the stuff off steals is one thing to get steals and, and, to, and to claim a possession, but then being able to get points when you shouldn't have. Off a missed shot. Nebraska has to to work their tails off to play even. They have to yeah. play even, and the minus nine yeah. and the second chance points. Um, one, it, it it's deflating. Like you defend well for for a shot clock, and somebody takes an off balance shot, they get the rebound and get an easier put back than the shot that you defended for thirty seconds. Yeah, and that, you know that's that's why the a rebounding step. thing matters so much. Is it always leads to second chance opportunities line. and three pointers often open three pointers. And by stat line that that uh, you know it doesn't help that they're going on the road to play Rutgers, who's now two and one in conference. Is Hoiberg is now one and twenty five or twenty six on the road? Yeesh. We've got a we. That, that's 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 a stat line that you I are just, what you I are until you're not. I cringed. Yeah, you're you are what and you, you got, are. That's got to change. Yeah, as we look ahead mm-hmm. for Nebraska, losers of seven of their last eight, but you hope that these last two games has uh, inspired some confidence in them because they played two top fifteen teams uh, rather well, and they've looked like they're like they're starting to come on. So you hope that that can lead to wins, but the schedule doesn't get any easier, right? Like you said, you have to go to the rack uh, on Sunday or Saturday, excuse me. Rutgers coming off a victory over Michigan, who we, we saw Michigan up close and personal. They don't look, they haven't looked great this year. They're seven and six, but uh, they looked great against Nebraska, um, and then after. After that Rutgers game, a few days later, you have Illinois and Kofi Coburn, a preseason who All-American. Just, who just lit up the other night. <laughs> yeah, and he can Kofi do that. Kofi was just like, oh, yeah, I'm the baddest dude out here. <laughs> Thanks, Kofi. I mean, and then, and then, like you said, then you go to Purdue, and then yeah. And they got Friday, monsters. They're number three in the nation. They got monsters. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, it, it doesn't stop. Indiana <laughs> that next Monday, yeah, that same week, goes to Ohio State at, at State, and then you go and face – Chucky Hepburn out there yeah. at uh, Wisconsin. Can, can I say that I think they get Ohio State on the next? One? You think they on, get the road. Road? Yeah, on, on the road? Yeah, on the road. I think they get that. You think they get? I think they get that. Because yeah. Ohio State found found out some things about themselves they didn't like. He <laughs> 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 left a little shadow. So. Yeah, he left a little shadow. Look, I'm still gonna root for wins. They, they, everybody can say. Oh, that. for sure. Uh, I'm not polishing sure. a turd, but I, I'm rooting for wins, man. Well, and that's and yeah, again. I mean, I think we're seeing improvement. I think that you could expect a bit of a rocky road from this team as they came together early. Of course, it was just been a little bit more rocky than expected, and especially in the win-loss column. Um, but they, I think they're playing better. I think that they're um, 
it, it, it's hard to say defining roles a little bit because it still seems to be hit and miss here from certain guys. Um, but at least with Derek Walker, maybe they kind of finally found, okay, we're going to play through him a little bit more. Um, I, I think that, I mean, we could talk about how formidable these opponents are, and, and, and certainly they are. But again, the competitor wants to say, okay, then give me them. Let me see it. Well, let's know, get, you know, get a win to spark confidence and let's get going. They had three games on this roster, on this schedule where if they had made free throws, they had made three throws, you win those games. Like, we're not talking about them being blown out every night and getting their head kicked in. They went to NC State, could have got a win, should have got a win, missed a free throw down the stretch. Okay, here we go. Early at home, make some free throws down the stretch, you get a win. Didn't get it done. Then you, the other night, winnable game. You Just hit one of the free throws. Just hit one free throw. Winnable game. It, it looks, and the conversation is entirely different if you're if – you're, nine and, and, and six rather than what you are now. Yeah, and, and Fred, just from free throws. Fred was asked about that in his press conference the other day too, was, you know, kind of do you just need to get one to learn how to get yep, one? Yep. You man, look, man. <laughs> look, 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 look. The best night as a parent is when you're a young person, you wake up in the morning and you realize that they didn't pee the bed in the middle of the night. This team has to learn, man. Like we're waiting for that night for us to go, oh look, they played a Big Ten game and didn't pee themselves. This is a victory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll wrap it up here. Again, Nebraska loses, falls to 6-9 and nine with their 79-67 loss. Thank you to Eric Strickland for joining us again tonight. We'll be back with On the Block and Strick and Block tomorrow. Or, I, can't, I keep saying block. Strick and Bach tomorrow. It's my own name. I should be able to figure it out, Strick. <laughs> TMZ2, what up, baby? Oh, uh, yeah, right? Give the shout out. That's crazy. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock, me and Jay Foreman. All right, take it easy, everybody.